For joining me this is your first time you are more than welcome and if you've been here before thank you so much and great to see you um, my name is Paula McGurdy and I'm a visual artist and I began these creative conversations really to give space to other females within Ireland um, in the creative realm to get to know a bit more about their process about why they do what they do um, and to get to know a few more creatives as well. Today I speak to Neve Hannaford and I originally met Neve when I did a course recently um, to just get me out of a creative rut I guess and Neve's energy and creativity in the course was infectious and it was brilliant and it was just what I needed. Um, Neve herself uses her own work to explore her inner fears and we talk quite a bit about this um, in our chat. She makes objects, she does self-portraiture paintings and she also does written word as well. And we talk a lot about fear of failure, judgment, which all goes hand in hand if you are a creative as well. Um, and it's a really honest and really insightful conversation and I really enjoyed having a chat with Neve again and speaking a bit about the course as well. So I hope you'll enjoy it and let me know your thoughts. Hi Neve, how are you? Hi Paula, so lovely to Hello. see you. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me. I've loved the ones you've done so far, so I'm really like flattered. <laughs> I have oh, to say. thank you. Well, I'm thrilled that you said that you'd come on today. And um, I know that I've said, but just to give a bit of background, Neve and uh, I met when Neve was uh, facilitating um, an art uh, course and um, so she was doing like art education and it was amazing and I loved every minute of it so um, yeah we can talk a bit more about that in a little while but that's kind of the gist of how we met I guess you know so um, how are you doing anyway how is how have things been I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. I mean, it's such a weird time for everybody, mm. you know, mm. and like we're getting a little bit more used to doing these online things. Yeah. I mean, we rented our, a room in our house via Zoom pretty much, you know. Really? Uh, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, it's good. I think now that like we're coming out of this lockdown of this period where I think for me, I almost felt like, oh, well, this is okay. My productivity doesn't have to be so high. And as a result of taking like that pressure off, I became really, I found it really hard to like respond to emails promptly. Um, whereas normally I'm really like, I'd get back to people within the day or two days, like absolute mm. three day max. And now I've noticed like I've left emails for like a week and yeah. So yeah. I'm coming out of it, it's a bit weird. I have to it's say. like a backlog of things, isn't there, you know? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're trying to reschedule things and everything, there's such a different normal, the new normal now. Yeah. I went to my first exhibitions this week though. Oh, so okay, wow, how yeah, was that I went to a ceramics exhibition in the print works in Dublin Castle, mm. and that was amazing, Ceramics Ireland. And then I went to the Assemble show, Assemble, Assemble, yeah, yeah, Atelier Maison. That was great, as yeah, well. brilliant. Yeah. I've yet to make it in. I didn't get a ticket for the opening, I think it was pretty booked up pretty quickly, but 
Yeah, I spoke to both Jane Fogarty and Alice Fitzgerald, who has works in that. So, yeah, really looking forward to getting in there and having a look, which is great. Um, so, um, uh, hi, can you hear me again? We're, we're going in and out. Sorry. <laughs> oh, I was just saying about a ticket and then it kind of went out. Yeah. The assembly. Yeah. Anyway, I'll make it, I'll make it in at some stage. It'll fit, it'll fit all together. Yeah. It'll, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so I guess I generally ask people at the beginning kind of a bit about, their backgrounds, how they got into art. And for me, I'm very curious about the beginnings of how people, I suppose for people who aren't, well, I think everybody's creative, but for people who haven't tapped into that, I think it's it's interesting for those to figure out how do people get into it in the first place. So can you tell us a bit about like the background, how you got in? So I kind of always knew I wanted to do something in the arts, like when, yeah. when kid I don't think my par my parents didn't put uh, too much pressure on like what you're gonna be when you grow up what you're gonna do yeah and I think I always just kind of assumed oh yeah like I'll be an artist I'll be a performer of some sort like something you know I come from though I have like some cousins and stuff who are artists now but the older generation like my aunties and stuff I just there isn't any artists but everyone's like super funny which I think is creative like mm. they're performers that you know hairdressers, chefs, furniture makers, this kind of, like we have lots of creative people yeah. in our family. And my mom uh, is very creative always. She loved, like we moved around a lot as a kid when I was younger. Um, and so she was always like interior decorating houses. Uh, they're always amazing. <laughs> which <laughs> is so, so creative, yeah. Yeah, she does yeah. as well, which is like wow. amazing. So yeah. I think I got my creative energy from them. And then, mm. like in school, school wasn't my forte. <laughs> uh, but my mom, it's funny, I was chatting to her on the phone last night. I don't know why we were talking about studying. Oh, one of my friends is doing her exams. And I was saying, oh, I always struggled so hard to study. And she like just happened to say, well, not if it was anything to do with art. You know, so mm. if it was anything, like I did a portfolio course and I would be 12 hours a day. Like, you know, I didn't have a problem working hard. I just my focus maybe was lent only in creative pursuits. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then did you go on to art college then after that? And well, I did. I went to NCAD. Yeah. So when I went, it was like 10 years ago. So I know that the the way the layout has changed now, but mm. you did the four year and then you went and did your own separate things. And the things that I always wanted to do was either painting or fashion. Um, I didn't get into either of those and I ended up in method work, which I liked and I didn't like, if I'm to be perfectly okay. honest. Like, I, I felt like I always struggled to fit in, to find my voice, to kind of, I kind of ended up making jewellery and mm. I didn't really feel massively passionate about it. But mm. then... I have to say, I worked as a jeweler for years after college. So wow, I did you? Okay. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, so there's this. So like, I actually. So my degree is in design. Um, so I always, I think I carry quite a large chip on my shoulder for having never studied art. Um, like so. So did you go into? You didn't go into fine art then? No. 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 Okay. Because I don't really know how NCAD like works, and you know the way you like. 
you're, so you, where you, you studied is like you think that that's the way for everything but exactly. I don't really know how it works in NCAD. Well so. when I was there it was like a four-year course and the first mm. year was called core year and you tried a little bit of everything yeah and then but like to be honest about college like I'd love to go back to college now but I think I was too young I was really mm. really shy I was really really insecure I had no, I didn't know who the hell I was. And then I meant to have this like visual language and be able to stand behind and defend it, which mm. was too much for me at that. I like, I mean, some, some 18 year olds are brilliant at it. <laughs> I wasn't. Yeah, I know it's such a, and I think particularly in the arts when you do, as you say, you have to defend your work and you do, and particularly in groups and with your tutors and with other peers as well and it can be really really intimidating and if you're not in the mental space to be able to do that for yourself personally let alone your own work then it's yeah like it's I another like step up isn't it so much to try and fit yeah. like what I thought people like my tutors and stuff wanted me to do and yeah. like I and as a result I never really felt like a connection with it but mm. I will say I love the techniques of metalworking. Like I love working with mm. silver. I I do make some jewelry like myself now sometimes. Yeah, so it's not like I hated the course. I think it was just I I wasn't strong enough or sure enough about myself. Um, mm. So I'd love to go back and do a master's some days. I'm always flipping between like, oh, I'll go do Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, wow. But I can see one of your beautiful paintings in the background there as well. Yeah. So your paintings you. are just gorgeous. I mean, the detail on them is amazing. And you're, I mean, I know that you oh, do a lot so of that. Um, oh, just take it. Just be like, yeah. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> you're, I know that you do a lot of self-portraits and the way you paint the skin, your skin, uh, is it just looks like porcelain or it's so beautiful. Um, so you work in acrylics, would that be right? I work in acrylics and then mainly the background is spray painted, but it depends. So like oh. this is like three layers of spray paint um, and some of them I leave blank and otherwise they're spray painted, which I think is like a, a lot of people ask me if my work is prints, if they're prints, because mm. like I think the comparison, like I paint quite flat. Like my acrylics really, like they soak into the, I, I put so much water into them. They might as well be yeah. water. I always joke that like I couldn't. They look make, like watercolors. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. I couldn't make a mistake in a painting with the acrylic side because everything is so watered and washes. It's just layers and layers and layers. But if I put a layer on and I'm like, oh, that color is not really that great. Like, I don't really like that there. I just like wash it off pretty much and let it go again, you know? Yeah. Wow, and how do you do the spray paint? I'm intrigued by how does that work then? Are you so with this one here, so I do the painting first and yeah. then I mask it off with like paper and masking tape and I use a bit of that um the resistor, you know, the the for watercolors, the like the plastic yeah. you can put. Yeah. You can't leave that on too long. So with so this one I used pretty much just that. So I, I masked it off with paper and masking tape and then I spray with the the lightest colour and then I put the plastic paint on and I did another oh, coat yeah. and then plastic paint. It was so much fun to pick off. Oh, oh um, God, I said so. I mean, oh like, my God, just, like, I couldn't help. <laughs> <laughs> 
But it doesn't sound like it was like, like 10 hours. And I was like, no, I'm fine. Don't talk to me. I don't need to eat. I don't need anything. <laughs> I'm totally satisfied. <laughs> um, and it doesn't damage the paper then, Neve. No, it's like, you well, know, otherwise, so I'm if you a little bit spray paint, it's fine. Okay. If you do it. So I had another piece where sometimes I like, I love to draw the like flicky bits of your hair. But then when you're trying to mask them off, they're very difficult to like get it done neatly. And I think that's yeah. something that has come from my like metalworking background is like technique and like things looking clean. And I'm very into the finish on things. I love things to have like a high finish. So like, yeah. for example, I'm, I painted years ago, I painted a picture of a chair and I like spent so long on it. And then halfway through, I spilt my, my tea on it. And everyone was like, oh, it's fine. You can just wash your teeth, blah, blah. And I was like, no, again, again, <laughs> for no reason. <laughs> oh, I saw one of the mattresses that you painted as well many years ago. I love that. Ah, thanks. I love that. Yeah. yeah, I love that for all this time. I did that actually when I was in college. And I came back from my Easter break. And I was so yeah. chuffed because I always worked on my holidays and things like this. But it was never the right kind of work, if you know what I mean. So like yeah. my, my my ability to notebook is very poor. <laughs> like, um, so I came back and showed them and they were just like, well, what is this? I was like, this is art. It's beautiful, right? <laughs> it's but I, really like I love it. I love it. I think it's gorgeous, you know? Yeah, and it was actually it. like, I mean, now we know we should change our mattresses more often, but I we, we had that mattress in my family for like 20 years or something. Yeah, well now, yeah. now it's a piece of no, yeah. We just don't know where to put it. <laughs> so can you tell us a bit about your kind of art process? How do you, do you have like a ritual? How do you start? Do you work every day on your art? How does that, how does that work for you? I know I think, you said about sketchbooks as well, but. Yeah, like I think I, it depends what work I'm doing and how I'm doing it. I mean, I really try to clarify my work as work now. You know, if I'm talking to somebody, I say I'm in work. But it's it's not it's because like for yourself, I, I feel like I need to make that separation just so you have time to not work because you're so inclined to think about art. Like I would say, I think about art ninety seven percent of my day. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yes. But not productively. I mean, I was talking to someone earlier, and I was saying I think. I work really, really hard, but I don't think I work very smart. Um, mm. I feel like, so yeah, for, back to your questions. <laughs> for my process is more that I like ruminate on something in my head. So my, all my, I would say like I'm a confessional artist. Like all my work comes from me um, like showing myself or things that are going on in my life in the hope that like other people can find common ground with them. Um, mm these kind of experiences and like I think there's so many uh there's so many platforms and stuff that show us how amazing everybody is so sometimes it's nice and you're like oh you're actually struggling as well <laughs> so that's kind of what the jam of my whole work would be about like shared experience ex shared experience of joy sadness anything like this and mm -hmm. I think I just like I'll ruminate on a subject a lot I write um, poems as well. So a lot of my notebooks would be written. Like, um, so this would be an example of my notebook. It's just all pretty much like writing small little sketches, doodles here, there, everywhere on, you know, receipts. Like I actually bought these, you know, like the, the kids 
And yeah, I'm very yeah. Happy with these now. <laughs> They've been doing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, so I, I'll be ruminating on a subject matter, and then generally the paintings kind of the ideas kind of just come to me in a a moment after thinking about this subject matter for a long time. So this painting, it like I was thinking about like struggling with kind of the promotion of yourself, like constantly having to put yourself out there. Like the, I think I've mentioned the rejection, the level of rejection you feel as an artist. And like a lot of people who are artists are like overthinkers, very sensitive, this kind of stuff. So like it really takes a toll on you. <laughs> I think so many artists are empaths as well. So you kind of take on board whatever is being exactly. said to you on you and it's kind of like and you need to yourself out there in so yeah. many respects like it's not yeah. only just yourself but it's like what you've created you know it's yeah. the same for like a chef if someone like cooked me a meal and then I was like mm, could take it or leave it like I'm sure he'd be like oh, it's fine <laughs> like, yeah. you know? yeah. I know I spent hours sleeping over this or you know I came up with that concept and now it's, it hasn't gone down too well and it's the same you're right it's the exact same for artists and I think the rejection just goes hand in hand and uh, I don't think it necessarily gets any easier yeah um, you get more but, used to it yeah yeah well, I'm hoping you do. <laughs> Or maybe that's when all of the yeses start coming. Yeah, exactly. It's only the yeses. Uh, I won't be able to say yeah, the trees. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it is. It's vulnerability, isn't it? So uh, Yeah, like, vulnerability and, like, sharing of experience. And, like, things for me that, you know, like, if I've ever had exhibitions and some of my work has been there and people have come up to me afterwards and then they've told me a story about something yeah. like this or they've said, oh, wow, this makes me think this way. Like, that's... Mm super happy for me I'm really really delighted and yeah so mainly the paintings come fully formed and then like I paint them and as I paint them things change so for example what I actually wanted to do the grass how I wanted to do the grass in the background of this originally was much more graphic like um like those kind of cartoon like blades mm. of grass and stuff yeah. and I wasn't able to do it the way I wanted to do it and I'm absolutely delighted because I think it would have looked enough <laughs> like yeah. so things change through the process of making but small amounts you know yeah 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 well, and then I try to write a poem or something that goes with it Um, I really like uh object making as well so now I'm trying to explore that I did some objects um like years ago kind of before I started painting like after I came out of college like interactive mm. on uh, jewelry but not really wearable jewelry you know yeah um, so I'm trying to incorporate like a, a more cohesive practice now that incorporates all sides of things that I enjoy okay I yeah. kind of see you as quite sculptural I don't know why maybe that's because so as I said, for those listening, the course that I did with yourself, there was a lot of just, I loved it because it was very creative and very playful, which is just really in my zone. Um, when I do something like that, it kind of, I guess the reason why I did the course with yourself and it was just kind of just, just take me out of the, the comfort zone of what I've been doing over and over and over again. And so I think when I met you, I was really thinking of you as, as like that you make sculptural forms of some sort, because a lot of the work that we ended up doing was like sculptural. to do with that. Or maybe that's what I was ended no, up doing. No, no, you're bang on. Like I love yeah. making things. Like making yeah. things, is, I absolutely adore it. And I, I don't know why, because I do, like I, I wouldn't class myself as, 
I mean, I don't care if people call me a painter or not. Like, I, yeah. I don't care what people call me. But technically, I wouldn't really class myself as a painter, like, because I do see so many facets to my practice. But I also think I'm very... Um, a very young artist like I've been out of like I'm not in my age <laughs> like, I've been out of college 10 years but I really did struggle to like find my voice to find like confidence to make work confidence to then try and show work and um, mm. what kind of work I wanted to make I was working full-time at parts and then I was coming home and I would just go to my studio and I wouldn't like make anything you know but I would always try and still go so I think only in, in the last like four years, maybe three, three or four years have I like really kind of honed. So mm. I feel like it's still going in. It's I'm still figuring it out. But yeah, I would I would see like I, I love sculptural work, particularly yeah. when I go to exhibitions. I love making with my hands. I'm currently trying to make a prod. An, uh, show, show us. Yeah. So you see this here. This is like an old yoga ball. I'm trying to make a sculpture now to go with this painting. So oh, wow. it's going to have uh, like air flowing up through the ball and then the same uh, tissue paper that's on my nipples. You'll put your, it's totally on, it's awful for Corona, but I'm just going to do it anyway. Put into it. <laughs> no, like air blowing. Yeah, like, don't, touch, don't go near it. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> But I oh, like the idea, so I, I've always kind of, I just said, oh, F it, just go, <laughs> do it. Yeah, do what's in your, do what's in your head, definitely. Yeah. You know? so, oh, wow, that's brilliant. So where do you get all your inspiration? Where, where does that come from? And I would you? say, so I love, I also love going to workshops, I have to say, and things like this, like for much of the same reasons why you said when you came to doing the workshops with me, you enjoyed them, because I think it's really important like to explore um other ways of working so that you don't get just stuck in doing the same thing over and over and over and like my practice is so all over the place i think sometimes it's nice to go to other workshops because it it shows you kind of what you're thinking in someone else's way if you know what i mean um so i love going to workshops also i i would say just life like a lot of my projects come from the things I write so I would write things about my just my general day-to-day -day experience of life and um, mm. I also am inspired I do love going to exhibitions I try quite hard to see a lot of art um, mm. but it's difficult like you know everyone's really busy and I mean it's pre-corona and now I'm delighted yeah. to kind of go into some <laughs> exhibitions again so um, so I think I'm influenced by other people's work as well, mm. what I see um, around Dublin. And yeah, just life in general, I think, is mm. generally my inspiration. And trying to progress as a person. Like a lot of my work is about like personal progression and trying to document that progression um, mm. through, my, through my work and through my paintings. Mm. Is there any artist that you feel like it deep connection with that you are or visual creatives that resonate with you and that do you know what I'm gonna do this awful thing now where I get really nervous because <laughs> like, I try to remember everyone's name and you're like I don't know any artist's name no I do I do like you know Jane, Jane I am you terrible did the with yeah, I love Jane's work. I absolutely love her work. I think yeah. it's just so colourful. I think anything that's unapologetically colourful 
I like yeah. really, really colourful work. And I also like work that is, um, like, I think this comes from, like, me being, not have gone to art college. Um, yeah. I like work that is easily accessible, but I also like work on the opposite end of the scale where you're like, wow, I could, this could be about anything to me. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. I have no, unless I read the blurb, like, I'm not going to know what this work is about, what the artist was trying to portray. But it's therefore, like, I can put my own own story on it. And, yeah, mm. that kind of thing. Yeah, but, like, I think lots of artists, to be honest, lots lots of, like, contemporary Dublin artists who are around at the minute you go see their work. I, I, yeah. I do feel, I think, oh, God, I can actually see myself gone red. Because I never studied art, I find it quite hard to talk about other people's work because... Okay. I worry yeah. that I'd like say something really wrong or like miss the point entirely. And but I think that's a whole thing though as well, isn't it? If you there's a whole thing within the artist realm of whether you've gone to art uh, art college or you've done absolutely nothing and you've come to art much later on in life and you're um, self-taught, there's always that thing of do I feel good enough in order to be in this realm or not? Exactly. Uh, but uh, what I say to people is that even if you've gone to art college, artists feel that anyway. I came out of art college and it was probably four or five years before I was able, even able to call myself an artist, you know? Exactly. So it's, it's, it's very I personal. that's the big thing when you start calling yourself an artist. Yeah. You know? Like I remember um, like coming out of art And then you just got to fucking own it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it is, it's really like to be able to stand there with it. Because I remember when I was working, so last year, 2019, I actually set myself up as like a sole trader. So my full-time employment came from the arts. And it's like from facilitating classes or uh, selling paintings, this kind of thing. But before that, I worked part-time as a jeweler. And like when I met people, I really... Even though, like, I, I, I would want to, it, my profession that I would want to discuss would be art. And, like, but I would feel, I'd be like, oh, I'm an artist, but I pay my bills as a jeweler. And then, mm -hmm. you know, you feel, I feel, I would really struggle to be able to say, oh, I'm an artist and just leave it at that. Just like, I'm an yeah. artist, we'll stop. <laughs> like, I would always, always feel like I needed to yeah quantify it or something explain it somehow yeah yeah and now yeah. i don't now i'm just an artist <laughs> yeah which i think lots of people do there's almost like that apology about it as well I'm, I'm an artist but i don't it doesn't pay my bills so therefore i'm not really an artist or exactly you know and i think there's a lot of like i you know people mean absolutely no harm about it like they don't mean like yeah. they don't realize that like oh I'm actually at home really struggling like really working hard and struggling to like get anywhere or whatever and then you yeah. meet people like I'm an artist and they're like oh it means you just sit around doing nothing you're like no it doesn't no it doesn't yeah, <laughs> I, I think there, there are people who don't really have a concept of maybe the creativity the process or anything like that you know and yeah also they're the people who's you know their opinion doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> I've just finished a book called um, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. And it's really oh, very just good. changed my mindset about so many things. And I need about the whole thing about fear and fear of what people think of you. And and really, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't. Well, this is it. Like, because I think that's something that influences people. Well, it influences me so much. Like the fear of judgment, the fear of what yeah. people think. And I, I think that's why I started drawing pictures of myself because like I, when I made um, work, when I first came out of college, like I was in an exhibition with a ring that I had made in the North. And mm -hmm. like, 
I went, I got my mom, like my mom is so supportive, to drive me to Belfast. We went to the exhibition. I was so ashamed and so embarrassed. I couldn't, I didn't tell anyone who worked in the gallery, oh, that's, I'm Neve, that's my work. Um, you know, yeah. and then we left. And I was just really, really like, I'm an emotional girl. So I was like really nervous, really crying, like blah, blah. And then after a couple of years, I was like, you really need, like, if you're going to do this and like, you're mm -hmm. going to continue to practice, to try and be an artist, practice, blah, blah, blah. You need mm -hmm. to kind of stand behind your work. And I think that's when I started doing the self portraits because there's no way like I could be there and not be recognized. No like, people do recognize me for my work, yeah. you know? So like yeah. if I'm in the, if I'm in the gallery, people generally recognize me. Um, so that's, I don't know if it's like, I'm a, just want to whip myself or something, <laughs> you know, make it harder. But that's why I started doing self-portraits. And it made a big difference to, like, meet the validation of myself and being like, yeah, no, you are an artist. This is what you do. <laughs> wow, okay. Well, I would definitely recommend uh, that book. It was just, I feel like it was uh, life-changing for me in many ways, you know, just the whole rethinking how you think but also how you think about what other things about other people think about you and for the most part it's yeah like any difference really you know i think you've got to but do this is it, because it's all about it. your own experience and like yeah. you're the only one who's going to experience your life and as long as you're yeah. not hurting anyone else like what what yeah. difference does it make if you want to wear that weird top or whatever exactly. yeah. yeah but it's so hard like it takes so long to get to that I point know. i think I've told Rolly, I've told my husband Rolly over the years, I'm just going to start getting more and more eccentric as time goes by because I'm just going to be like, I don't really care. I don't care what anybody thinks. Yeah, <laughs> this is what I think though. It's great. My yeah. friends have actually often sent me little clips of, you know, those people who dress all in one colour or something by the yeah, time they're old yeah. and they're like, this is going to be you. I was like, I'm not far off it, lads. <laughs> 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 Beginning, yeah. <laughs> so tell us a bit about you mentioned there that you started as a sole trader how did that all begin and how did that start when did you so do you still do you don't work part-time as a jeweler now no, Sorry, no, I go no. Back to, are you a part-time jeweler i don't know no, no. <laughs> no, 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 i don't i don't but so when did you start so when I got, um, so when I was working as a jeweler, I knew I wanted to like move my um, career to be full time in the arts, like in the like facilitation or things like this. So I went, I got a job in a mental health um, centre called Gateway in Rat Mines, which is amazing. So I teach an art class there and I did that for about a year and then I went to the interview for the freelance in Rural Red. Yes, I did the course with yourself, yeah. Exactly, so once yeah. I got that, I quit my job, <laughs> pretty much. Okay. And yeah. I set myself up as a sole trader and I tried to keep to doing like, somewhere between two and four classes a week just to tick myself over so that I had enough time for my studio Mm. and to try and work like that and I think the things that I I find the most difficult about making like the the career the job side of it is mm. the output of costs to start with before you start getting in is quite high and mm. um, like so obviously you get paid for your classes which is great but like buying paper studio rent like to be able to get materials to try and make work and to get materials to experiment where you're 
able to kind of mess around and it doesn't really matter if it works or it doesn't work no i think i'll be precious about thing and going oh like for instance i bought this and it cost me such and such so i need to be really careful with it exactly. really careful and then i think you don't reach your potential within your art if you're being too precious and careful about it it doesn't allow you to experiment to, to your and this is what i think like in my practice i have been missing a little bit is that kind of experimentation so hence the ball of paper mache and lying on the floor yeah. i'm trying to um experiment a little bit more and i'm actually starting a residency soon in September. oh wow brilliant yeah. Whereabouts is that then? I was in Dundalk in Creative Spark with my friend Tara Carroll. So she's a performance artist. I actually did one of her workshops, which really inspired me last year um, to like engage and explore performance work. So I'm really excited to go down and do that. And we have um, like a, a weekend thing coming up in the mart where it's going to be like my first performance art I suppose <laughs> yeah wow wow well that's really putting yourself out there then isn't it like, yeah yeah and I'm, I'm really excited it's my first residency so I, I'm like I'm stoked to go and have that time to you know just experiment and there's not a show at the end we have to give them creative spark a piece of work but that kind of takes a lot of pressure off about having to actually come out and say, well, this is, I've made A, B, and C, and D. You know, I can come out yeah. and say, I've learned A, B, and C, and D. And that's yeah, yeah. And how long did you say that was for Neve? How long? That's for you? two months. Two so, months, oh, that'd be brilliant. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna have to come back and up though to do some classes, which I'm okay with. Like at first I was planning on taking the time off, but just with uh, everything that's happened, it's not, it's not an option, <laughs> but that's okay. I got a car last year. So. <laughs> oh, yeah, great. Wow, that's brilliant. How exciting, because I think, um, well, I need to apply for a residency, which is on my list of things to do, but um, I can imagine it is um, an amazing time just to be able to kind of just let loose and not be confined by, your, one, you're in a different space, a different environment, which I think can lead to, Exactly. things in a different perspective and leads to your creativity going on a different path and just being open I guess to possibilities. I know I'm so excited because I'm, I'm a real you can probably get the gist from my, my little home studio here I'm quite a clutter like I love objects I love finding stuff on the yeah. street and bringing it home I love all this kind of stuff sure so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so my studio is just like jam filled with everything so i'm really looking forward to going to a different space and i'm mm. going to get some materials delivered down there and i'm going to bring my paints and that's it wow. and so i'll be able to go down with a completely blank slate and just experiment and see what happens which i'm really excited for yeah amazing and you said you're also keeping your classes on then how has that been then in terms so of i've done one of my classes Are you still doing them in rua red then or no no i'm not doing them in rua red. Okay. i'm just yeah. doing them in gateway so okay. i sent um i did video classes for like the whole of quarantine which was okay. great uh because i learned how to do a video class <laughs> yeah. technical so i you know i learned how to make a little video which i'd never learned before um and we just started back doing sketching classes in the park so we've done three of them and um, 
and it's just all socially distanced and stuff. So we'll see what happens when the weather gets a bit bad um, and it yeah. starts raining and a bit cold. Maybe we'll go back to being fully video. But right now I'm enjoying seeing people in real life. And That's great. Yeah, it's great. Brilliant. Wow. So how can I ask you in terms of being a creative, what are the things that you find the most challenging about that? About that as a, um, as a personal the rejection like being okay we're getting rejected all the time which is fine it's absolutely part of it and 90% of the time I'm fine with it but if too much comes at once you find yourself at a little bit of a low and finding that balance between I don't think I've really found the balance between doing applications applying for things putting yourself out there and spending time in the studio I think sometimes I go a little bit too far on applying for too much you know and just yeah. spending the time in the studio but it's difficult as well I find to make work when you don't have anywhere to show it so there's a, a piece of work that I've been trying to make for like a year but it's an eight foot painting like it's fully life-size of me and not to like beat my own horn but I think it's going to be beautiful <laughs> but it's such a large undertaking I've already prepped the board so it's like sitting there in my studio like ready to go but to be able to sometimes to undertake things where you like obviously it's too big to go into any kind of a group show like you wouldn't really get a, a painting that size into a group show so like finding the validation to keep working I think is something that I struggle with a little bit and um, and yeah, I, I'm very like, pew, 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 pew. so yeah. all over the place. So I struggle to finish projects. So sometimes I'll like make some jewelry or something. And then like my housemate said to me, she was like, I didn't even know you made jewelry. I've never seen you like promoted on your Instagram or anything. And I was like, yeah, I hate it. Yeah, so this guy, so I think I find like the, being your like manager and your advertiser and you know the person who finds the opportunities and the person who creates the work I find because you have to be everything I find yes. that yeah mm -hmm. the balance of it and that comes back to that whole thing of that person saying to you which I mean I'd say many artists have had that of oh you just sit around and make art the whole time and I think people don't realize that it's it's multi multi layered <laughs> that's a good word yes um yeah it's multi-layered and so the the roles that you have to take on board are not just the making it's often everything else exactly and i think trying to like what we were saying earlier about not being too self-critical like yeah. I, I think i'm naturally quite self-critical i had a friend tell me before oh yeah but i'm not as hard as my on myself as you are and like, I was just like, wow, like I need to chill out on myself. <laughs> like, so I think that balance between being able to like look at a painting you've done, or for me, like when I look at a painting I've done and I'm able to say, oh, I, you know, I don't like this. I'm looking forward to doing my next painting so I can do this better. But mm. still being able to say, well, well done. Like you did this. Yeah. But also being able to say, I love that. Like that that's. Yeah. Um, out of that and exactly that's, and that's okay and i think there's also that thing in art that uh, almost that you can't say that that it's seen as like an ego boost or something and i just go no if you're going to make something you should be no, making it. 
yeah exactly and you feel like it's it's valid and it's worthwhile and sure why would anybody want your work if you're just going to be like oh no i don't think it's that good but this is what i said um, (laughs) like i started really trying to believe in myself you know and my abilities and my like talent and all this kind of stuff because you know you're you're basically trying to sell your like you know i want people to buy my work because they obviously like my work as well but i i want people who buy my work like it's like an investment in me as an artist mm-hmm. and that maybe that work will be worth more one day like an investment piece for them as well like i i don't i don't shy away from like the that side i see when people buy my work they're investing in me as an artist yeah. and they're yeah. investing in my like practice they're investing in the potential of me growing and like it's, it's, I'm like so embarrassed saying this out loud on a podcast, but I'm going to do it. Like if I didn't think I was going to succeed, I wouldn't still be doing it. And you have to at a certain age say, well, I think I'm going to be successful yeah. because I wouldn't still be doing it. And like I have quite high aspirations for mm-hmm. my career, you know, even though That's I'm brilliant. like feel I'm blooming a little late in life, I, I still do. And like, you know, whenever I go to like larger uh shows abroad or whatever like retrospectives that's something I always do which is so silly but I check the ages and I go and I go and I look and I'm like all right well she was 47 when this when the first work in the retrospective was made so like don't be so hard on yourself you're still growing you're still learning it doesn't matter that you didn't come out of college like fully formed in this like amazing artist person you know (laughs) I think that's the beauty with art though isn't it like that it's just it takes yeah it takes a lifetime and as you said like i love that i love that thing of people coming to it later one of my one of my big um uh artist inspirations would be louise bourgeois and i love her for basically the work that she's done because i love um her use of cloth and clothing and material and the representation of what that means but i also the fact that i think she was about 65 when she first had her she had her first show a mother her, she was she was working away in the background but nothing really happened for her until much later on in life and she lived to be like in her 90s i think she was 95 um and she had a massive career then thereafter you know but she's, yeah. she's making work much later in life and i think like it's not like the beauty industry. Like we can make. as well. I'm like, oh, yeah. well, you, know, you guys might retire at sixty because, like, you know, you do. We're we are naturally comparative. Like, I you compare yourself to other people who are in different careers, and you think, wow. Like uh, sometimes I have had that thought. Oh, I wish I didn't want to be an artist because I do find it like a bit of a struggle, you know, sometimes. But the the benefits of it are unreal as well and I think because we're in we all judge ourselves on such a linear like time pattern of like oh I'm not like I'm not in a position to like I mean I just got my first car and it was it's like a 2005 you know it was the oldest I could get insured on and this kind of thing but like I'm going to be working hopefully until I'm you know until I'm 95 or whatever you know age I pass away like it's yeah. the career trajectories don't have to be the same and they can go up and then it can go down for yeah. seven years eight years you might not make any work and then you can come blossoming back it's fine yeah, I know so on that point what um if somebody is 
looking to get into creativity or creating, um, which I think is in everybody, but some of us are a little bit more afraid to dabble in that than others. What advice would you give to somebody wanting to start off either doesn't have to be painting but something creative just your creative confidence i think like even it's it's knocked at such a young age like yeah. all the time you know i remember when i was a kid i used to write loads of poems and i wrote a poem and i used a, a, a one of the i used the planet uranus in it and like people laughed at me because it sounds like your anus <laughs> you know i mean i've writing that for years you know <laughs> Like yeah. it just you get and I think I've re I've listened to a couple of talks and I think it can happen like at twelve and stuff thirteen like people can kind of like everyone's creative everyone as a kid is creative and it just takes that one teacher or one person to say oh it's a weird dog and you just think oh yeah. I, I can't draw that's that yeah so that doesn't like, look like that doesn't look like a dog or that doesn't look like a flower or you know yes exactly like, you know. So I think for me, the main thing I would say is to like, try and not be self-critical of yourself. Produce work and that's okay. Try and learn from everything you do. Like I always try and say to myself, I said it already, but like I always try when I'm finished a piece of work to look at it, look at what I'm in, lo looking forward to doing better next time or looking forward to improving, but then also look for what I really like and what works really well. So to just try and build yourself up constantly. Yeah. You're great. Yeah. Art, art. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it Picasso who said, um, everybody's born an artist, the the problem is how to remain an artist as you grow older or something like something along those lines. Exactly. Anyway, and yeah. I think it can be seen sometimes as this thing that you're either like innately like talented, like you're just a talent and you're just a talented artist. And like mm -hmm. I, I wouldn't say I'm like a, t a talent. I like work really hard, like, you mm -hmm. know. And that's that. Like yeah. I, worked, I worked hard to practice drawing. Like I, I yeah. spent a time, and I said I'm going to learn how to draw in the next two years. And I spent two years learning how to draw. You know, like I'm always, I've always been like, I've always drawn my whole life. But when I went to art college, as a lot of people do, I, you know, stopped draw. I was definitely a better drawer before I started art college mm. than I when I finished. <laughs> Isn't it? Yeah. yeah, I think um, definitely the drawing thing, it's a skill and people just say, oh my goodness, I wish I could, I can't draw a stick man or whatever, you know, and I just go, well, it's like anything. It's like learning how to swim or riding a right. bike or exactly. getting a jumper or whatever. You're training your eye to see, it's about seeing, it's about a visual language that you're seeing and then putting it on. It's the mind. And I, just, I absolutely you know? love blind contour drawings. Like if anyone's oh starting, yeah, yeah, blind contour drawings of organic things, flowers and fruit, yeah. your happy yeah. days. Days I always think um, drawings look so beautiful when people do those, you know. Oh, me too. I absolutely uh, love them. Absolutely love yeah. them. I think that's kind of the only way I, like, uh, sketch, really, to be okay, honest. Okay, yeah. Is, mm. like, or, like, when I say blind contour, they might not be fully blind. I might look down, but that's kind yeah. of only really how I sketch that kind of, like, rough, rough style. Mm. I don't, like, I wouldn't sit down and do a sketch, like, like, a really fully formed sketch you know yeah, yeah. I always call them doodles like doodles and then I'll sit down and say okay this is my now I'm going to do my painting and like my yeah. style of drawing for the larger work so is much more mechanical everything's mm -hmm. really measured like I'm 
such a grid. Like, you know, it's grid. Yeah, yeah. It works. This is actually the first painting yeah. I did drawing from um, my computer. So for my other paintings, my friend, Gavin Lean, who's Orange Owl, who's an incredible photographer and artist, but I've been really lucky that he has taken the like preliminary shots that I've worked from. So they've been, all been like unbelievable. And then this one was the first one that I did from like just an average photo. Like the photo was fine, yeah, <laughs> but it wasn't yeah. like amazing, you know, wow. um, my computer. So that was a challenge over quarantine that I was like, Yay. Yeah. That. Tick. That's done. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I learned that. <laughs> because of course, and I would always be like getting the photo done and then going and printing it. And like all of that printing costs so much money. And now I'm like, great, there's like a hundred quid. I can just I know. keep in my grocery pocket. Like <laughs> <laughs> other things or other art material. Definitely. Yes, exactly, exactly. So if you're feeling stuck then, Eve, what are the things that you, is there anything that you do like in terms to get you out of any kind of creative rush? I like um, walking and thinking on things. Um, or I do a lot of thinking when I'm cycling or um, things like this. I think when you're in a creative rut, you just need to like, the hardest thing is to just say, okay, like that's fine. You know, I'm not, my brain isn't working this well. I do try to do like admin stuff if I'm not feeling so creative, but it's like yeah. a tightrope because you can also get sucked into that side of it as well, you know, yeah. and then you're like, oh, I need to go to the other side. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think if I'm if I'm like creatively in a rut, I try to like walk and I, I really, if I'm, I write, like write what I'm feeling, what I'm thinking, I kind of do that in free writing whatever ways you just like write like have a conscious stream of oh, just really yeah. like and then I'll hard to do then I don't think I've ever really I mean I've kept diaries in the past and stuff but I feel like that that's on the next level that you're not judging yourself based on what you're actually writing it's just yeah you just go for it and like it, there would just be sentences here and there and then none of it would really make sense and then I kind of look back mm -hmm. over and I'd be like oh yeah this is what I'm this is what's taking up yeah. space in my mind at the minute let's make mm -hmm. work about that so that, that's kind of how I get out of my creative breath. Yeah. But I also love to walk and like listen, like talk into, God, it sounds so mental. I love to talk to myself by talking to my <laughs> microphone and I can listen to that. Yeah, later. That's, that's perfect. <laughs> because it's another way of the stream of consciousness of like, you know, instead of writing, it's verbalizing. Exactly. I think when I'm in a rut, I do that. I try and find ways to listen to what is actually happening in my head. Mm. And then that helps me to be able to be like, oh, this is what I want to make work about. Oh, okay, I see. So like this work is called What Folly This? And it's about like, um, so I was recommend, I had said, oh, I'm not applying for anything else anymore. This is it. I'm not applying for stuff. I'm just going to make work now. I'm not. Was that I'm, about the rejection then, Neve? Or yeah, it yeah. was kind of like, what do you want from me? Like, what is this what you yeah. want from me? Just to be like outrageous or like, what? what is it that is like, is wanted from me? And like, I don't think I could talk about it properly because I, I mean, I only made it in quarantine. So I think for me, a long, lot of times it takes a while for like the work to sit with me. And then sometimes I change the names of it loads as well. <laughs> like, I'm like, oh no, it's not called that anymore. It's called that. <laughs> um, but yeah, someone suggested I apply for something and I was really like, oh, I'm done with applying for stuff. 
But then I was like, okay, no, yeah, one last rodeo. <laughs> so, <laughs> and the work was specifically made for that. And it was like, yeah. to be like, what, what is it you, like, what is the thing that I'm meant to be doing, you know? Mm, I think you just need to keep on, keep on, keep on applying. Yeah, keep on checking. You know, something, the right thing will come up for you, I think, really, you know? Yeah, exactly. Definitely. And but like, I think this is it. Like, I mean, I, like I was saying, everyone goes in these kind of like rounds. So I hope I haven't come off as super negative because I just happen oh, to be yeah. like, one of those, oh. like I think more. this is the reality of it though, you know? And I think that's really interesting for a lot of other creatives and people to hear that it's not just all, oh yeah, I made this and it's amazing. And I applied to something and I got it. And to realize yeah, actually, there's exactly. so much more that goes I think it's because I spent oh, uh, 2019 particularly doing a lot of applications. And mm -hmm. I actually did like me and my friend Tara. So we got the residency in Creative Spark and then we actually got a show in Palace Projects as well together. Oh, brilliant. So I'm super yeah. excited about that. But then because of uh, COVID, like everything got postponed and like put back and then you're trying to reschedule and it's, the, you're like, oh, is the work going to be the same now because we're in a different time and is it going to respond and hit the same way and blah, blah, blah. So you get a little, I think that's what kind of also put me into this like low. And then I was at an exhibition um, the other day and it was the, most it was so good someone said this to me he was like oh yeah but look you're in that low so you know that soon you're going to start cr climbing up that thing where yes. it's it just going ding 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 and you're like yes i love being an yeah. artist it's yeah so fun. exactly yeah. you know so with the lows you know that the highs are coming that was such a good way of looking at it wasn't it yeah exactly it really yeah. was and sometimes it takes other people to say that to you and be like no you love your job yeah. <laughs> like yeah, it's you know, amazing you'll come back around again you know yeah and it's nice yeah. to hear that like you know you do the classes and like you enjoyed them because I do get quite good feedback from my classes and I love teaching them or like facilitating them I absolutely oh, love it listen Neve, I would recommend anybody doing classes with you your energy in the class is just amazing I loved it and I Thank knew you. when I walked in I was like I'm in the right place here and I yes. just love the experimentation and all that kind of stuff I did it in for those listening I did it in Rural Red um, which is a contemporary gallery space and um yeah, in Dublin, and it was just brilliant, Neve. It was just, I get so much from them because I get to meet, like yeah, yourself, I, I get to meet so many amazing artists, and I get to see yeah. the work that they're doing, which also inspires me, you know. Yeah. I think connection with people because it's such a solitary pursuit. It's mm. so easy to be like in your studio and feel like you're not progressing or feel like you're not making or feel blah, blah, yeah. blah. And then it's like, oh, it's really hard to network, but it's so important. It's so important yeah. to like get out there and meet other artists and talk and f like things like this to mm. get a shared experience with people so you don't feel so isolated on your own. I yeah, exactly. And I think that was kind of some of the reasons of this. I'm actually, I would say I'm a sociable introvert, I would, I would say. Um, so once I'm around people, it's great. Um, but it's sometimes it's if if you put me in a room and you're like, this is a networking event, I'm just like, oh my god, I can't do this. Yeah. So like you know, so I think for artists to do any kind of courses and stuff like that is is amazing. Like in terms of meeting. Do you know what I've been doing as well oh, over uh, the quarantine is the. Um, 
the VAI like help desks and yes, the, the have you done those how what was your experience oh sorry you kind of broke up there did I can you hear me now Neve? I can hear you now yeah it's kind of breaking up but I can hear you oh, okay um what was your experience with those because yeah I, I've yeah, seen I really liked them yeah. yeah, I thought it was great, especially to connect with people who aren't in Dublin. I think I'm way too, like, Dublin-centric, you know? Like, it's really nice to do the online stuff, to be able to connect with artists who are in different parts of the country, you know? Mm -hmm. So, like, while there's obviously a difference of, like, seeing these things in real life, meeting the people in real life, I think it's a very good... Like, I hope they continue after mm -hmm. everything to doing them like at least once a month or something for you to be able to yeah. connect with people all over the country. Mm. Um, yeah, I really liked them. And I found like, yeah, I just, I found them, I I think I found them validating for myself as well. Yeah. Even like, like, though I didn't like talk on any of them or anything like that, but like being able to be like log on and be like, oh no, I'm in a webinar, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, everybody's been working from home so it's like oh no no I yeah oh brilliant that's really good to hear because i have kind of thought oh i should get on and maybe log into some of them and or a yeah subscribe for one or two of them so that's really good to hear i, would definitely I will, I will. okay yeah Brilliant. So tell us, what's next for you, Neve? What are your plans? Do you have anything in the pipelines that you're working on that you're, obviously your your sculptural piece that so you're I have my on? sculpture, and then I have that large-scale painting, and like I was talking to my, my mom is like my biggest cheerleader, I have to say. I love I that, yeah. the other day. And mm. she was like, Neve, just make it. Like, just paint the painting. Like, what are you waiting for? Like, you've had it, because she as well, she took the photo for me. So mm. it's, I'm jumping and I have a, a, a lace tablecloth and like I threw it up in the air and I jumped into it kind of. So it's actually really like, I have to say, I think the composition of it and stuff is beautiful. Um, mm. As my, like my mom is super creative. So like, she's so excited by it because she was like involved in the process of this painting mm. as well. So I think that, like, right now, again, incredibly supportive mom. I had to give up my studio recently, um, like, just before corona. But it would have kind of been in my mind just because, like, I, I was struggling to be able to afford it. Um, like, I was, I was struggling to be able to save any money, you know? And, like, it was giving me a little bit more, of like, restrictions on what materials I could buy, buy and things like this. So then... Because I do have very expensive taste in my materials, you know. I always it's another that, pressure, though, isn't it? You know, like the whole. It is. I, like I talk about wanting to make objects, but I, you know, I want to make them in silver. You know, <laughs> like yeah. I, it's yeah. just my background, and I really enjoy working with metal. I enjoy the precision of it and all this. And um, so, yeah, I gave up my studio, and then my mom had a garage in Harold's Cross, so. Mm. I'm in the process of converting that into my new studio. So I'm Brilliant. really excited. Yeah. yeah, I'm really, really excited. It's beautiful. It's large. It's in a really good area. I'll be able to, you know, the rent is much cheaper. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I'm really excited to try and get into like a, a period of experimentation and trying to like push my practice in different ways. Yeah. Um, at the same time as really looking forward to doing that big painting. <laughs> I yeah. want to try and be more, um, I feel like my output isn't as high as my input. 
I feel like I, I work, I think I said earlier, like I work hard, not smart. And I want to try and work smart. Yeah. It's that thing of being busy, but not necessarily being productive. You know, exactly. busy, busy, but actually not really doing the right thing. Not thing. really make it that much. Yeah. And always like spending so long thinking about stuff. And it's like, just do the painting. If it's not good, yeah. does it matter? Like, yeah. And exactly. that, that kind of ties yeah. into the, trying to get a bit of more freedom with materials because like yeah. I prepped in the beginning of quarantine a really large painting and it was like more of the style of the paintings I was doing last year which were kind of like these line drawings mm. and it's like a big like six foot thing I spray painted the back I used the glue so like by the time you buy the spray paint the board the glue the paper the time it took to get all of that and then I effed the painting up and it just like sat there staring at me like, <laughs> and I was like, when I looked at it, all I could see was the wasted materials. And I need mm. to get out of that frame of mind. Yeah. I need to just look at it as learning. It's not wasted materials, it's learned. Yeah, I learned it. yeah. yeah, exactly. That was a growth. That was a, a time yeah, of growth. Exactly. A challenge, time of growth. Your other big painting, you need to do that for your mom, I think. Yeah. I do, yeah. I'm really That's excited. Right. And like, yeah. I have you know, the poem for it pretty much written, and oh, yeah. I want to make some objects with it. So I think I'm just going to go ahead and just do it. Yeah, she'll be delighted. Sure. Like, here's an extra painting. Yeah. You can put it in your contact in a few months. <laughs> <laughs> or just even do it with her in mind. You know, just be like, yeah, 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 exactly. She might. I mean, maybe she does want an eight foot painting of you, but. <laughs> Oh my god, I, I'm I'm super super lucky like that. I have really really supportive parents, you know. Isn't like brilliant. Uh, it was that. never, yeah, it was never like you know. I I talk to other people in like sometimes in art college, and they were like, "Oh, my parents didn't want me to come." I was like, mm. "That's just so yeah. foreign to me," you know. Yeah. So I'm really really lucky in that regard that my parents have never been like, "Oh, we're just gonna sit in your studio for twelve hours." You know, <laughs> you know. Look, if we didn't have creatives in the world, can you imagine what the world would be like? It would just be. So I know. I know. She would have nothing around us. We wouldn't have a door. We wouldn't have a handle. We wouldn't have a computer. You know, there would be nothing. You know, exactly. Um, listen, Nick, thanks a million for coming on and chatting. It's been such a joy to chat to you. And, oh, it's um, great. I really enjoyed yeah, it myself. it's been really nice. I definitely, I, I wonder, are Real Red going to be doing, um, anymore in the future i um, hope so yeah i think yeah. it's like tough days for everyone trying to figure out like when things are going to open how they're going to yeah. open because yeah. like like even said the way i say like i'm doing my residency next month i'm going down to creative spark today like to have a look around but in three weeks we don't know maybe maybe yeah. i won't be able to go again you know yeah so just, i think yeah. everyone's just like baby steps positive baby yeah steps. Yeah, exactly. Oh, well, listen, I just, I hope the residency goes really well. And it's thank a really amazing time. Thank you so time. much for having it's me on. Really great. Oh, well, thanks for agreeing to come on. Yeah, I'm always like, oh, God, it. are people going to say yes or not? You know, so no, they've been great. Me. I've listened to some of them. I haven't listened to them all because I listened to some. And then when you asked me to come on, I said, okay, because my nerves, I was like, I'm not going to listen to any more <laughs> until like afterwards. Uh, yeah. So I can't wait now to go back and finish. Them. Yeah, brilliant! Thanks a million, Eve, and it was lovely to chat to, with you. Just to finish, where can people find you? Where Where are the best places to people find you? So my, I have a website, nevehannaford.com, and then my Instagram is neve underscore hannaford. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. 
Fantastic. Thanks a million, Eve, and all the best with everything over this next while. And look forward to seeing that big, large painting. Yeah. As well, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much, Paula. Okay, see you, Thank you. Bye. Bye.